there was not one wall but two that ran parallel, the high inner wall and the low outer wall, and even a third and fourth if you included the scarps that once held up the banks of the moat, which still survived in a few places. From the inner wall to the moat's outer scarp was a distance of more than two hundred feet, so that the fortifications were not so much a line through the city as a zone within it, with the liminal unsettled sense which that implies. Frontier zone, restricted zone, war zone. The run-down neighbourhoods that lay along their course kept their backs firmly to them, and other than the areas given over to market gardens or cemeteries, they were a no-man's land. Friends would warn me against going there. They were not like the city's other landmarks, cushioned in its touristic heart amid the crowds and watchful eyes of shopkeepers and police. There were stories of muggings, attacks, even murders. Once within this zone, you were hidden from the outside world. The place seemed empty, but was filled with signs of occupancy. Empty beer cans and wine bottles, dirty mattresses arranged around the remains of cooking fires that sometimes still smouldered. Paths trodden down by unknown feet led off in all directions, threading up drifts of collapsed masonry into the tops of towers or down into the damp chambers beneath them. As I explored, I felt like a thief in a still warm home whose occupant might return at any moment. Sometimes I'd hear voices around a corner and pause, deciding whether to turn back or head on. When I did see people, usually men alone or in pairs, occasionally a man and a woman, I'd slow my step and gauge them from a distance. They'd look back at me with the same wariness. When I emerged back into the world, it was with a rush of exhilaration like coming up for air. <laughs>